Yeah, I think it was just not last week, but the week before we were talking about movies that got 0% on Rotten Tomato. Oh, nice. I know that's not like a scientific measurement or anything. Well, I didn't. This wasn't a 0% movie. This is a movie that my girlfriend, who I absolutely love, and I have to say that in case she's listening, (laughs) (laughs) but she convinced me to watch Dinner for Schmucks. The one with uh, Paul Rudd and uh, the guy from The Office. Yes. Yep. Yes. Where he makes the little mice? Yes. Yeah. He, Steve Carell? Steve yeah, Carell. Steve Carell. Okay. Yeah. He, <laughs> he takes dead mice that he finds on the street and then puts wigs on them and dyes the hair and poses them in weird, like, husband and wife situations. And the movie is just fucking painful to watch, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I actually thought it was very, very funny. I, <laughs> okay. I, I saw it years and years and years ago. I, I See, I have this, like, I get embarrassed for the people in the movie. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I could never do that. And I watch, and it's like, it's just painful. It's like cringeworthy humor. Oh, it, it for sure is. Yeah. It's, you're correct there. Yeah, that's it, why it I can't not watch hold up very well. prank shows and things like that. Yeah, prank yeah. shows, watching people get injured. Yeah, like, not, not a fan of not that. Not a fan of that. I also, I get squeamish around blood in movies. You know, like visible body damage. I'm like, Ugh. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, welcome to the podcast. How would you like us to introduce you? All right, so yeah. Brooks sounds a little different this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. His opinions on things are going to be way different. Way off, way, yeah. way different than they normally are. Uh, we have our first special guest, Aaron. Yep. Aaron so, with two A's. Yep. Double A-R-O-N. Yep. But don't call me A-A-Ron. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. I already so, made that joke at some point. Aaron and I have been friends for a very long time, and he said, I want to be on the podcast. Yeah, I've been, you know, Matt posted it on Facebook, and I actually, I listened a few times. I thought, that's a lot of fun. This sounds like a great time. I could jump on. I'm super opinionated about a lot of things, so that seems like it's useful for this. Yeah, and I'm just excited to be here, and obviously I, I'm a noob, or you know, I don't really know everything that's going on, but yeah. I can play along, and we can have a good time. Yeah, you're already you're as good, good as we are at it. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> also, I think we get much better toward the end after we've had a couple of drinks. couple of cocktails. Usually the first part is a little rough. Yeah, the, the ramp of yeah, quality. ramp up. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, we're drinking a Breckenridge Reserve Blend. I actually reser- received this bottle as a birthday present a couple of weeks ago, so I'm kind of excited to dig in. It is very tasty. That is really good. Nice and caramely. Yeah, it's caramely. It's Indeed. I could get really schnockered on this and then drive <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, we've been actually on a streak of not so good whiskeys. Yeah. Before this, well, especially because last time I brought a specifically bad liquor to drink, so that was my my fault. Like much. intentionally, yeah. like oh. I'm going to poison my friends, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, we I tried it. For it. They were curious about what this terrible tasting vodka was that I had, and so I brought it in and had them try it. I've had some really bad vodkas in my day, but. Really, on a side note, really, really shitty cheap vodka is great for making stoli dolies. Okay. So you take a big glass jar, huge. I'm using my hands here. Like a carboy. Yeah, like a carboy. Small carboy. Um, (laughs) And you slice up a bunch of pineapple and basically fill it to the top with pineapple. Cover it in vodka and then put it in a cool, dark place, but not your fridge like in the basement, and don't even look at it for at least two months. I mean, if you look at it, you're going to ruin it. So just leave it, don't touch it, and you can't taste the alcohol at all, and it will knock you on your butt. It is delicious. So the pineapple and the thyme makes the right. shitty vodka better. <laughs> makes, makes, pineapple, pineapple and thyme makes shitty vodka better. However, so we've tried this with a number of different things over the years. Um, works good with apricots, does not work good with coffee. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cucumbers. Especially if you put cream in it first. Yeah. Then well, it just, yeah, no, that would just be awful. But, <laughs> but cucumber is good if you're going to make Bloody Marys with it. Okay. Um, jalapenos are good for Bloody Marys, but if you're just going to be drinking it straight, pineapple is the way to go. Nice. I can see that. I would actually probably say that the 18 vodka that we drank last week, you can't change that. <laughs> that That's it, just going to kill taste, the pineapple. It tasted basically like uh, burning tires and balloons. Oh. It was horrendous. Was it served in a giant plastic bottle? No, it, it was. It came in a little hand grenade. It came in a hand grenade. Oh, I've seen that at the liquor store. <laughs> I'm always <laughs> like, what the fuck is yeah, that? Yeah, <laughs> I, I went ahead and got it. Yep. And that was a, kind of a mistake. Uh, it, it did make me feel sick. Yes. Immediately after tasting it. Yeah. So that is, that is bad. I would give it that. Yeah. I also saw the, the, the same brand, the AK-47 filled <laughs> of, with vodka. Also a team, and hopefully that tastes different. I'm assuming it's the same vodka, just it's a, probably a larger yeah, volume. But that's way too much for someone to drink. Any like, of that is too much, but that was egregious. Yeah. So for my birthday, we ha- my next door neighbors Lance and Anna, who you know, right. got a pinata for me and filled it with Mexican candy and really bad alcohol choices, uh-huh. like little shooters of pink and purple, like Dick Coopers. Yeah, like many of them i have no idea what they tasted like i was like well we're just gonna save that for i should have brought some of those for us tonight <laughs> i'm basically like, these, we're gonna save these for when i want to poison somebody i would have just poured loose alcohol into the pinata because <laughs> that seems so like out. fun to hit <laughs> yeah, explodes like a bag yeah, spray everyone in the eyes yeah. blind yeah. your guests <laughs> yeah, just, just put a bottle just, of tito's in there yeah have glass shards flying all yeah, over the place. <laughs> Do this barefoot. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody in the field, on the dirt. So aside from dinner from Schmucks, is there anything uh, you've seen, heard, played? In your entire life. In my entire life. Is there anything? Like I said lately. <laughs> I put a pseudo No, you were going, going to, and then I, I jumped in. I'm trying to think. Um, so Robin and I see probably a, a movie or two, probably two movies a week at home. We watch a lot of movies, or we go to the theater or whatnot. We, uh, we, the most recent movie we saw in the theater was John Wick 3. Okay. Have you seen that? I have not. I'm have you? You've not mm. super excited. I, to. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed the first one, like everyone else, but uh, the second one I did not have as good of a time with. So, law of diminishing returns on this is my <laughs> opinion on yeah. this. Um, I enjoyed it, but so we we got interested about the body count because you think about these movies; they happen basically right after each, each other. Like, soon as one ends, two begins. Right. So, in a matter of like a week and a half, he's murdered like. 400 people. And two things came to mind. And I enjoyed the movies. I thought they were very fun. But two, I mean, this alternate reality that they live in is very interesting because apparently everybody in New York City is a hitman. They're, they're all assassins. Uh-huh. That and was like the twist of the second one was like, oh, just everybody in this entire city is paid to kill this one person now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and there is apparently law enforcement has no problem with this. There's no, <laughs> this hasn't made the FBI uh-huh. 10 most wanted list. CNN isn't running breaking news nonstop about it. Um, yeah. Thousands of people are going to die by the time this is over. Very interesting. <laughs> yeah. One of the things I actually really like about the John Wick uh, series is that the lore is basically just acknowledged and moved on past of like the whole society and the coins and the currency. They have buildings an extended universe plan for John Wick. Yeah, I don't know if it has like comic books and novels, but it's yeah, they have like a whole structure planned for. But everything costs one gold coin, though. That's what's weird about it. (laughs) Uh Someone dies and you need their body 
taken out of your house. It costs one gold coin. You want to go buy a suit. It costs one gold coin. You need someone to watch your dog while you go kill a bunch of people. It costs <laughs> uh-huh. one gold coin. Yeah. I'm excited to see what they keep doing with that because mm-hmm. the story, the plot is A to B. Yes. There's a straight through line. Right. Um, even through the second one. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you on that one. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, he's so he started off retired. Then some guy came and tried to get him to become an assassin again. And he said no. So the guy blew up his house. Then he became an assassin again. And he goes to Italy to assassinate what I'm going to call like the senator in the assassin international government, I guess, who they go out of their way to make super Catholic. So they believe they're going to go to heaven, even though anyway. You're talking about and, on, on John in John Wick too. Then Common tries to kill him. And then the first guy double crosses him. So he kills all those guys and then goes back to New York. And even though everyone says he's like the best assassin, no one seems to be afraid of him. So people are flying in from other countries, I guess, to just take a shot at this guy. <laughs> I don't know. It I'm was, just saying it that's was, not A to B. Not, not exactly, opinion. actually. He was <laughs> the woman who he killed. He was told by her brother, basically called in a marker and said, you have to kill her. You owe me this marker. That's yeah. how he got out of the business, supposedly the first time. You're right. So he he kills her. Common was her bodyguard best man or bodyguard thing. or yeah. number two or whatever. Um, so by him killing her, the brother got elevated in stature. And then he said, well, now because you killed my sister, I have to call for your death. So he got boned six ways right. on Sunday. Okay. Um, I mean, the plot is good and it's fun. Didn't he kill the brother too in the end? Yes, he did. Which that, is what and caught, now everybody's which, hunting. Which is what right. set up everything that goes wrong in three okay. and the way you described it is way more A to B than the way I described it. Yeah. <laughs> that is correct. Yeah. I, yeah. I think they're great. Um, I think they are fun and I like supporting Con- Keanu Reeves because yes. he's just a generally good dude who should keep making movies and he is a nice guy. Yeah. Apparently. That's everything I've ever read or seen or heard about him is just the super nicest guy around. So are you excited for Bill and Ted's three? Yeah, whatever he's in. I'm, yeah. I got just sign yeah. up for him. I think that's gonna be great. It's gonna be pure fodder, the, but it's gonna be fun. The only sad part is that George Carlin can't be in it. Yeah. That's the downside. Listen, the magic of of you know modern of technology and CGI. <laughs> yeah. He might make an appearance. You never know. They could do a full on hologram because that's not beyond the character, right? The he's death, right? Sorry, what? No. What does that have to do with holograms? You could just be a hologram. Okay. I mean, a 3D hologram and just make him flicker every now and again and just go, oh, yeah. Just use his old stand-up routines. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The seven words you can't say on TV. (laughs) Splice his stand-up together into a... Yeah, I could see that. I mean, they did that whole thing where they made Obama say whatever they wanted to with just the picture of him. The deep fakes. Yeah. I mean, so they could do amazing things in that way. And I'm sure his family would appreciate the money. Grandma Turkin and the... (laughs) Yeah. I was like talking about Grand Moff Tarkin in the in the Star Wars, the new Star Wars after the actor died. They did it with Carrie Fisher as well. Just keep making dead people. That seems like more relevant on the screen reference. and dancing around and doing their thing. They just so why not? Is Carrie Fisher in the next Star Wars? I I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm so Maybe. so done with. The, I'll keep seeing them. I will keep seeing them, but. but- Purely out of shame, I think. Yeah, I feel the same way about Star Wars now as I feel about the end of Game of Thrones. It's just like... I liked the end of Game of Thrones. Okay. Somehow I knew this was going to come up, but <laughs> I have no horse in the Game of Thrones race. Are you race. not a Game of Thrones person? No. Nah, I, so I bailed out really early. So my girlfriend loves Game of Thrones. And 
she, you know, she reads all the fan fiction and all the, you know, all the blogs on it. So she was able to talk about, oh, well, they did this because they had to do this. And so, you know, I thought it was cool. I liked that giant fight scene. I mean, this is spoilers, I guess, but obviously Daenerys had to die. I mean, sure. she is batshit crazy. Brooks also said he liked it. He, he, he right? liked the end. Didn't he say that? So maybe their opinions are not so different. No. (laughs) (laughs) Just about that. My stance on the end of Game of Thrones is that they more or less betrayed each character and what they had been and what they had built up to. Every single character or just Daenerys (laughs) and Jon? No, no, no. Uh, Mostly not them. Uh, They were both the bumbling dipshits that they pretty much were the whole time. Right. The characters that bothered me were like Varys. And Samwell, I think, was the Neville Longbottom of the story. And he totally, my opinion is, uh, Samwell should have been king. But they turned him into a punchline. They made him into a joke. They made everybody um, laugh at him and him be incompetent and bumbling. Did other characters physically laugh at them? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. They pointed and said, ha ha, you suck. Okay. Like they, that, they treated him as a punchline. That's a little extreme. And he, he didn't deserve that. No, he, he was pointed a- it out to the other characters. He's like, look, I'm the first one to have done this thing that we're all now doing. I figured this out. Yeah, that's true. And so he was a good, I liked his character a lot. Um, yeah, I would like to see. He kind of just kind of drifted off at the end. Yeah. Also, in that scene with the, I'm just jumping around here. Jump I'm around. Go for it as fast as possible. Go for with it. My my big bigger grievances with this whole thing is so. First of all, when she loses uh, the fucking dragon, the second dragon. Mm-hmm. What an awful scene. Like what? Not not like. Oh, it made me feel bad. It's just like you're telling me she's flying around on a dragon. She couldn't see the armada of of ships. Because they were hiding behind a rock is what surprised her, which means the boats were sailing backwards. Because if you're if you're moving past a rock, and you're both headed in the same direction, you would see it. The, the rock would go in between, with you know Doppler effect and all that other stuff. So uh, now I'm I'm I I didn't go to the naval academy, but <laughs> I understand what you're saying. Okay, so this fleet of ships. Mm-hmm. If they're within range of arrows, mm-hmm. they're within range of sight. Sure. You can always see what you can hit. And so... Or hit what you can see. Exactly. So, she didn't see these ships. They shot the arrows, and it was a surprise, and then just killed a dragon? That was really stupid. What they could have done, if they needed to get rid of a dragon for plot reasons, is they could have had the Night King take the second dragon, and then had that as a more exciting climax in a previous story... But they didn't do that. They just went, oh, no, I guess bows and arrows get bigger, and now dragons are dead. And they just... It yeah, was it was such a whole... Cro- the, the giant crossbow thing was a little silly. Yeah, it was... And, yeah, the ships had to have sailed backwards to surprise them in the way that they did. It was just poorly thought through, poorly poorly executed, even. Um, they didn't pay off Jamie's no, character. Jamie's character was no, really good, but... Because the character arc isn't, oh, I'm still this. It, it was to... The growth. Right. The he, had, he had grown and become, you know, and he was, you know, dating the tall woman. I can't remember her name. Brianna of Tarth. Brianna of Tarth. Um, <laughs> you know, and I think she should have ended up with the redheaded guy. Uh, Ron Weasley. Yes, Ron Weasley. <laughs> sorry. sorry. Exactly. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. Sorry. There's a giant who's got a giant red beard and he okay. had for like three seasons. He's had a major hard on for her. But he's pure feminist, though. He got turned down, basically, and mm-hmm. he didn't, like, throw a fit and call her Oh, names. no, no. No, he was, was great. Like, I liked he's, him. He's pure feminist. What is his name? T- uh, t- Ty- 
Tyburn? I don't know. No. I can't remember anybody's names in this show. I think they should just be called characters one through 25. <laughs> so I can't remember anybody's names. That's understandable. Tip of my tongue, I can't think of his name. Doesn't matter. It does but not matter. That is that is actually. I'm sure if there's people listening to the podcast, they will, screaming. they will email in. It's so-and-so. Yeah. My girlfriend will, will, will send an email telling us <laughs> what the correct name yeah. is. Send corrections to everything bad at the internet is a nightmare.com. We thank you. Yeah. Um, they brought a prisoner out of jail to decide who the next king is. is that that's how that went. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, like what? I liked Tyrion a lot. Tyrion, oh, sure. Tyrion was absolutely the protagonist of the show. Absolutely. He was in more scenes than any other character right. Bardon. Right. But they forgot who he was in that episode where he went and negotiated with Cersei in front of the gates. That's not he wouldn't have done that. That's not how that character no, behaved. You're right. Everyone decided their brains were going to fall out. They forgot Anything they learned in the past seven seasons, and they right. just went, we're going to do whatever the hell we right. want. And why didn't the dragon burn John? Why well, we're going to get into this really deep. Why didn't, why didn't the dragon melt John, John Snow to the ground? When that's, he, that's all right. I'll just pour some more. Yeah, absolutely. Here. <laughs> yeah, John, John, John should have been dead so many times because his character was to be the noble hero who doesn't it, 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 right he bumble fucked his way into accidentally not dying because magic happened elsewhere in the world like it was not a plan he wasn't doing it for noble reasons it was just i'm gonna fuck around mess with that dragon for some fucking reason right <laughs> there wasn't a goal there wasn't a purpose he wasn't solving anything but uh yeah, that, I, I'm. Uh, what got us onto this subject? You asked me what I'd seen lately. We were talking about John Wick. Oh yeah, and yeah. that segues pretty seamlessly into Game of Thrones. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that's what happened. <laughs> All right, um, there was a segue, and I was trying to get us back out, but we don't talk about Game of Thrones nearly enough on this. Well, we don't talk about it because I'm the only one who's seen it, and it's really pointless for me to just talk into a microphone about the show. So well, there's plenty of podcasts that do that already. Yeah, the, that market is fully saturated yeah. and is done now. Yeah. Well, it's not. The, mar- the market isn't, but yeah. it's it should be. Yeah. Capitalism is over, everybody. Yeah. Go home. <laughs> exactly. The market's exactly. done. No more action figures. I will probably see John Wick 3 at some point. Yeah. Not in the theater, I, I don't mean, think. You should. You should stream it. You should drink heavily while watching it. Yeah. Um, I would say do a shot every time you kill somebody, but that would kill you. So... I we went and saw we did the uh, the Wicked Lottery for Saturday, mm-hmm. and so we went and saw Wicked at the Buell on Saturday. And uh, have you ever done the the theater lottery? Uh, yes, it is the best thing ever. Have you ever done it? Mm, so not. here's how it works: the play starts at two p.m. at eleven thirty, two and a half hours before the show starts. You show up, and basically in front of the theater, they have one of those old-timey lottery things where you, you, know, you put your name on a piece of paper and put it in there. So it, uh, they have a half hour for people to put their names in. And at noon, they turn the crank, and they start pulling out names. If they pull out your name, you get to get two tickets to the show for 25 bucks a piece. Tickets are usually 100 or 150 So we went down on Saturday and said, hey, you know what? Let's try and see Wicked, because Robin had never seen it, and I love theater. So we go in, we go down there. We won the lottery, so now we have two hours to kill before the before the play starts. So we went across the street to a little restaurant called Corner Office and got thoroughly schnockered on uh, $25 Manhattans. And <laughs> <laughs> Just she, use up that money you yeah, saved. You yeah. saved all that money, yeah. so you got it. So I was drinking $25 Manhattans. She was smarter and did the bottomless mimosas for 15 bucks. so she got much more for her money. But we got nice and tipsy, and then we went over and saw the play. We ended up, our seats were front row. 
pretty much dead center. Mm -hmm. Like it was amazing. Highly recommend doing the, the theater lottery for anybody who has a chance to do it. If yeah. you want to see a play yeah. and you don't want to spend a fortune. It is a good time. Well, if you want to drink the martinis, then yeah. the budget goes up. Yeah, budget goes up. You're going <laughs> to bring, bring your, your own drink. Manhattans. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they were, Manhattans. Yeah. Short attention. BYOM. Right here. Yeah. yeah. It's all the same thing, really. Yeah. Yeah. I went and saw Avenue Q and you're in town on Broadway. Oh, nice. Off Broadway in Manhattan. Manhattan. Broadway ish. Broadway ish. <laughs> Adjacent. Um, but yeah, those were phenomenal shows. I think they're classics now. I'm not sure, but when I haven't I seen them, either one, but they, I love theater, but I haven't seen either of those. Yeah, if either of those roll through. Um, I don't know if they really can. Some have some puppetry and set effects that might be a little difficult. If Cirque du Soleil can do it. Yeah, well, that's, that's right. right. Yeah, I'm actually a huge Cirque du Soleil fan, and I like seeing weird stuff on Broadway. The shitty French circus. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah. it, it is fun, but there's no lions. The, you know, there's, there, no, there's no elephants. No. Um, but I it's prefer still it that way because it's a lot more humane to the... Very true. You know, yes. And I, it's a lot of fun. to choose to be there as opposed to... Get locked in cages. I mean, they might still get locked in cages. I don't actually know. I mean, know. I love I'm the not. Bendy girls. I mean, that's the best part. The uh, <laughs> uh-huh. Have you been to Vegas for the... Uh-huh. Have you seen um, the, the dirty Cirque du Soleil? Uh, Zumanity. Yeah, Zumanity. That's fabulous. Cool. It's... Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I like uh, O. Okay. My, o was very good. my favorite. I want to see Love. I hate the Beatles. <laughs> hate the Beatles. Seriously? Uh-oh. Totally. This just with the passion. I just can't stand their music. Nothing about them is good. Uh, no, no. Did one of them hit you with their car? No, I I think they did a lot for boy band culture. Uh, they were not a manufactured band, though. They weren't the monkeys. Al- almost. They were almost not manufactured. Um, to the degree that any popular right. musician yeah, is, weren't, though. They it's weren't, not like exactly. they were. Exactly. They were highly produced. They're they not were just I mean, they're not that nonsense. Well, I mean, I could argue that Justin Bieber is actually more homegrown. He grew his own YouTube channel. I think they're... So do you um, hate boy bands? Is that No, I actually think they're great. Um, there's that uh, K-pop group, uh, BT... Oh, BTS. Yeah, BTS. I saw them on Saturday Night Live, and I was like, what the fuck are they singing about? It made no sense yeah, to me. It doesn't have to make sense. It's, yeah. I think it's great. Okay. Um, it but, makes sense in Korea. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm not. Probably, so. I assume. But yeah, I don't. I don't care for the Beatles. I don't care for the music. I understand what they did for history. I also hate Led Zeppelin. Uh, so, <laughs> those are my those are my two big hard stances on music. Is I I don't like listening to either of those groups. So okay, that's the the one Cirque du Soleil I've not seen. No. Which is the one with the horses? Uh, that is not a Cirque du Soleil. Okay. Uh, that is called. I, I saw it as well. And it was uh, dead air. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's it's about horses, but it's not a circus. You can edit out the dead air, right? Yeah, <laughs> I can unless it's funny enough. Okay, yeah, fair enough. The, the humorous dead air stays in. That that wasn't a good punchline though, so okay. you're gonna have to work on that one. The one with the horses. Yes, was the punchline. Cavalier. Okay, and that's not a Cirque du Soleil? It is not a Cirque du Soleil. Oh. It is a GoBots to Transformers kind of thing <laughs> that they use horses instead of gotcha. cars. I liked O. I, li- I mean, I've liked every Cirque du Soleil I've seen. Yeah. I want to see I want to see the uh, love because I yeah. like the Beatles. And the problem is you have to go to Vegas, and I hate Vegas. Oh. 
<laughs> I, I like Vegas. Man, I love to gamble. I was about to say, so you're not a monster like Matt, but then you said you hate Vegas, so you're at least communist, right? I mean, no, no, no. <laughs> so here's what I hate about Vegas. It, so I love to gamble. I love to drink. Um, but the problem with Vegas is everything in Vegas costs $150 an hour. Mm-hmm. And you can make arguments that not if you win at the tables or whatnot, but the truth is, on average, if you go to Vegas, it's going to cost you $150 an hour unless you are sitting in your hotel room sucking your thumb. If you want to go get a good meal, it's going to be expensive. If you want to go hit the tables, I can very easily lose $150 an hour playing <laughs> poker. I can also win, but or blackjack or craps. Craps, you can lose a million dollars without batting an eye and not even realize it happened. You know, probably if you want to get a prostitute, it's probably $150 an hour. I mean, everything in Vegas costs about $150 an hour. <laughs> you know, get a massage, whatever you want to call uh-huh. it. But yeah. Buy mushrooms from that random guy on a skateboard. Yeah, there's that it's guy walking on the street, snapping the little card, <laughs> handing them to you. That, that girl on the card is going to cost you 150 bucks an hour. So... I mean, I enjoy Vegas, but it's a very short time frame. I can go for like a day or two and I need something else to distract me, like a work conference or something. Because if I'm just there, I get cheap and I'm like, I don't want to spend this money. So I end up sitting in my room doing nothing. Plus taxis or whatever. Right, yeah, for Ubers or whatever. I like shopping, I like eating, and I like going to shows. Well, I and like in shopping. the shows is the shopping and the eating. <laughs> and so, like, I like crystals. You like I, spending money. I love spending money. Right. So, so you enjoy it. Yeah. yeah I mean, if, again, if I was willing to... So, same thing if I go to New York. Right. If I go to exactly. New York City, I want to stay in Times Square or close to Times yep. Square, and I want to see a show every day, and that's... That's perfect. But you're still going to spend... The, oh, bur- the burn rate is high. The burn rate is high. <laughs> and that's the... So... And I can't stand the whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas mentality. I don't think you have that. It's the same as the I Heart New York shirts. They're the, they're the same level of, you know, the people who wear Disney ears <laughs> outside of Disney parks. That right. kind of bullshit yes. is, not my, is not my favorite thing. Right. It's, I do not need a Hard Rock Cafe shirt from every city I visit. Correct. So Virginia is for lovers. Yeah. Did you know that one? If it's on the license plate, <laughs> isn't it? If it, it? Goes on the license plate, <laughs> yeah. it can fuck off. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I like uh, I like going to shows. I don't tend to gamble in Las Vegas. I like to gamble a little bit, though. Yeah. I mean, I think you like to gamble. I, I play poker with you, so yeah. I know you like to gamble. I, I like to gamble. I just don't like to gamble in Vegas because, you know, odds and numbers and shit. Yes, that's fair. So house always wins. It certainly does. Yes. And the way I win in Vegas is I go see exactly the show I want and I eat the exact steak I want to eat at the exact restaurant I want to eat, which is SW Steakhouse at uh, Mandalay, isn't it? No, it's uh, Steve Wynn. Okay. Wynn Hotel. Wynn. Yeah. SW. It's literally in the <laughs> fucking name. Okay. What makes their steak so good? Because I love a good steak and I love to cook a good steak. And I think most steakhouses overcharge for what you get. Um, I dream about that steak. Like it, it wakes me up sometimes <laughs> Tell me more. and I go, I want to eat that right now. How is it prepared? What's special? I assume a lot of butter. I, I believe it's a, a ton of butter. It's, I, I don't know. I don't exactly know. Who's the iron chef that wore the orange shoes and Mario Batali? Yeah, Batali. So, and got, I was going to follow up with the guy who sexually assaulted women, but that's basically all of them. Um, but so I went to Batali's restaurant in Vegas years ago when I was there, and everybody had raved about you have to go to Batali's steakhouse. And it was so ridiculously expensive. It was stupid. The, uh, the steak was fine, but I cook a good steak. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I can sous vide a steak, which is what they do in the steakhouses. They sous vide them to medium rare, and then they finish them right before they serve them to you. But what drove me crazy is the guy, the, the, the waiter says, do you want truffles on your steak? Well, if anyone ever asks you in your life if you want truffles, the answer is always yes. So he comes out with a little mandolin and just sh- shaves off a couple sh- of slivers, shaves it yeah. off. Like $26. 30, 30 bucks. It was $100 a gram. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If I'm buying my truffles like weirdos buy cocaine, yeah. there's a problem. Yeah. Like that's, that is ridiculous. By the gram is an interesting metric. To yeah. Well, like, to do they those. shave it onto a scale yes. first? And then they put it. Oh, man. Yeah. So you get to look at the number and go, oh, no. Yeah, like, my money. Stop, stop shaving. <laughs> go extra thin. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Also, if I'm spending for two people $500 for dinner, it has to be perfect. Yeah. Because I like to cook and I can cook well and it doesn't cost $500 to make that dinner. It doesn't cost $50 to make that dinner. So there's so much markup there. Oh, yeah. That it better be perfect. Well, so I had, I went and ate at uh, Todd English uh, Olives mm-hmm. at uh, in the Bellagio and it was so we're from Colorado, so we tolerate the cold a lot sure. better. <laughs> yeah. And so we went out there and it was perfectly fine. It was like 68 degrees. That is perfect. And everyone is bundled up like it's the Arctic. And we're sitting outside like, this is fantastic. And it overlooked the fountains at the Bellagio. And we, you know, asked the chef a couple of things. And then the chef came and talked. It was fucking phenomenal. It was not cheap, but it was perfect. Exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Perfect. I don't mind spending a lot of money for things that are wonderful, yeah. but it needs to be wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. We're just now listing our favorite places in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> the Wicked Spoon in the Cosmopolitan is one of my favorite buffets I've ever been to ever. Bone marrow just on a tray. Well, you and go so, up and, so I was mm. just in Cozumel staying at a palace resort in Cozumel. And one of the things, and I love bone marrow and bone marrow is one of those things that most restaurants charge you $35 for like a little piece of bone marrow. One of the restaurants in, and this is an all inclusive resort and usually all inclusives have terrible food. Um, but the palace resorts, just a little plug, have awesome food. They had bone marrow on their menu. And I think I got two of them one night. Because it's just like, bring me another. Sure, here you go, sir. And it was amazing. Nice. Bo- bone marrow is one of those things that's actually not expensive to do. It's no. just showy. Exactly. You're eating fat, basically. Yep. It's so good. I remember there was an oxygen bar once I saw in Vegas. Where they <laughs> let you breathe <laughs> flavored oxygen. Mm-hmm. And I didn't bother going in there because I knew it was more than I was willing to spend for oxygen. So, because it's free. Uh I had a friend visiting from out of state, and we went up to Breckenridge, and Breckenridge had an oxygen bar. Yes. And we actually went in there because they said they needed it. You know, if you're from the coast or... The Midwest. They were out of level. breath. They were out of breath. Okay. So, which yeah, you're at 9,000 feet and yeah. higher and it gets, that's fair. So if you're out of shape in Florida, you're really out of shape in Breckenridge. So that's we went point. to the uh, oxygen bar there. Did you get flavored oxygen? I did. What flavor? I got watermelon because watermelon always tastes fake and you might as well. It's good go-to. Yeah. Watermelon and blue raspberry are the two things you can always guarantee are going to taste absolutely nothing like the real fruit. So there's no worry that they're going to mess it up for you. Bananas, you can get wrong and you can get really wrong. But uh, that was a waste of money. Do they charge you by the minute? Are you you getting your money's worth more if you breathe faster? (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't recall. Just actually. go in there and hyperventilate. Yeah, I'm, I'm wrecking it. <laughs> I'm getting it all. That's right. I mean, or do they have like a meter that's measuring how much you're bringing? You know, I mean, I don't recall. I, I, there were bubbles involved because they had to show that it was going through. What like it, it was mostly uh, theatrics. Is is mostly what it was. They had big no smoking signs everywhere. Yes, they actually did. I would imagine. So like no open flame. Yep. So my first thing I would do is I'd take the little thing off my nose and I hold a lighter up to just to see if it was actually oxygen. Well, Pure oxygen. Oxygen, oxygen on its you. own isn't flammable. It's just an accelerant. No, that's what the lighter is for. All right. In his yep, scenario, you're correct. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, don't that, don't, don't go to things a oxygen with bar. oxygen okay. bars. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So in Vegas or in Breckenridge or any other place you find an oxygen bar, don't do that. So, hmm. movies. Uh, yes. I, oh, yes. Sorry. I watched it. I, we just, sometimes we just end shit and move on to something else. <laughs> that works for me. So, what, what have you seen lately? I saw a documentary on Netflix called The Perfect Bid about a guy who was really good at The Price is Right. And I didn't know that happened. But apparently there was just a guy who listed all of the prizes ever awarded on the show into a spreadsheet and just memorized every price. Yeah, Yeah, that was amazing. And there's apparently a lot of people who do that. Yeah. I mean, that's like, that's a thing. But yeah, I saw that documentary. That was very interesting. It definitely kept me a... Kept me watching for the full two hours of the document. He did win a little bit, but he helped just a ton of other people win because he stood, sat in the audience and just yelled the correct price yeah, to him. <laughs> and so they were just like, so, you know, that's 5,600, Bob. And then I like win. that because that's not greedy. That's just <laughs> fuck this show. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have them have to give every like, yeah, as, but he loved it. It wasn't he wasn't angry about oh, it. He yeah, was, I'd like I'd like he wasn't spitefully <laughs> despised. It's just like, I'm going to fucking bring him down. The, Gonna obsess over the show forever. Versus the show, I like that. I like that narrative. Like the guy who won um, Press Your Luck. Uh huh. Yeah. He memorized the pattern, yep. so he could always get the no whammy thing. Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought it was going to be at the beginning. I thought yeah. it was going to be him trying to outsmart the producers who were like rushing around trying to stop him. But turns out they were they were mostly fine with it. They're they like, care. hey, there's sponsored. there's that guy. We love that guy. He's a fan. You know that. Yeah. Guy. yeah, yeah he he got to be on the show twice, I guess. Yeah. I'd like to see that with him being the only guy who defeated the person who does the one dollar. <laughs> yeah. Where they're like. One thousand two hundred and ninety-six, and they go one thousand two hundred and ninety-seven. They're like, "Oh no, he got it. He's, it was actually t- one thousand whatever I just said." Yeah, six. Yeah, yeah that, that would be, be that would be YouTube fodder right there. He even went back apparently after Drew Carey started hosting, and he gave the guy in the like showcase the exact number. <laughs> he shouted yeah. it to him and Drew Carey just like read it and he was like you got it exactly he was so depressed he's like you got it uh, you got it exactly and so they thought someone was cheating and stuff and so he like threw them all into chaos and it was it was pretty funny nice if they get it on the dot they get additional stuff right you get a hundred bucks a hundred bucks you get a hundred dollars he hands you a hundred dollar bill which apparently the you then have bid. to give back to him like they take it back from you uh-huh. when you walk off, if, this and they give you a check. In the, in the showcase, yeah. you get both. I think showcases. Right, if you get it. That's what it is. Correct. I mean, I haven't watched the show in forever. I, everything I know, I learned from the documentary <laughs> and, and Happy Gilmore. Uh-huh. So that's pretty, that's, that seems yeah. factual. I'm, yeah, that, that's fine. What about you? Yeah, man. Um, you bring up a thing. I watched a couple movies. A movie called Fighting with My Family, which was a wrestling movie. About, I've seen the previews for it. Yeah, it looks interesting. It, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Um, okay. I thought it was pretty good. I, I quite liked it, actually. Uh, I'm going to just keep ramping this up. <laughs> is I, it heartwarming? Uh, it is. 
It is. Turns out it's the perfect movie, it, and I love it, and I'm never watching anything else. <laughs> it's, uh, it, you know, there's a bit of tragedy. There's a bit of, you know, uplifting, you know, be yourself <laughs> what, kind of stuff. What's the movie about? It's about, about a, a girl from a tiny town in England who her whole family is obsessed, completely obsessed with wrestling. And her father and her mother, they all wrestle, and her brother. They wrestle together. They put on shows. They put on events. They have their own little league. They help kids in the neighborhood, stuff like that. And so the family keeps sending in tapes of themselves to WWE. And uh, they finally get a call back and they take her, but not her brother. And so it throws the family into chaos. The brother's all devastated. Most of the rest of the movie is her trying to fit in because she doesn't fit in. Um, you know, because at that time it was all supermodels, or not supermodels, but ex models and cheerleaders <laughs> and stuff like that. And uh, so, yeah, it was she's a, there to actually wrestle. She's and they're there to, there to, and they're there to look pretty them. and promote yeah. a product. Well, s- sort of. That's they explore that a little bit. It was it was a lot more heartwarming and, and cool than I, I thought it was going to be. <laughs> It spends not nearly as much time on wrestling as it does with personal character studies. So That's good because the wrestling, I would think, would get boring. Even, even if you like wrestling, I assume if it's a scripted movie scene, it loses the impact of yeah. wrestling. Isn't wrestling scripted? <laughs> <laughs> I should say pre-recorded. Ah, that would be a better way yeah. to put it. I, I got dragged to wrestling once when I was a little kid for some friend's birthday party kind of thing. And it was horrific. never really got into it. I think you really have to know the characters. Like, you have to root for somebody and be like, oh, no, a twist plot thing happens. There's there's always the bad guy who, when we were kids, the bad guy was always... You know, Middle Eastern <laughs> or something like that. And it was, yeah, I mean, it was always this very like wrapped in a cloak of patriotism kind of thing, mm, which yeah. to me just makes me want to puke. Yeah. So I was like, Bleh. which I think they Agreed still have a little bit of that. Yeah. yeah. But and, and once, you know, Donald Trump got on there and, you know, that was <laughs> right. no interest. Right. So I didn't even know that happened until that guy ran for president. <clears throat> yeah. And I was like, Oh, what a... Okay. Oh, off. Quick aside. We're talking about old shows that we saw when we were kids. Yeah. I will actually share with everybody my first two concerts I ever went to. I know we're not talking about music, but they're somewhat along these lines. I will go down the same path. (laughs) If you do yours, I'll give my twos. My two are two very different options. All right. My first concert I ever went and saw... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming out of our shell tour. That was a concert? It was a concert. Did they sing? I'm pretty sure I went to that at some point. And then the second was New Kids on the Block. I got to tell you, that's kind of, <laughs> I, I'm not sure that the, the Turtles thing, that sounds more like going to Ice Capades. It was a concert on a stage. There was, it, it might have been like the Wiggles, but right. <laughs> but it wasn't, it was, it was rubber turtles in, in man suits, in man suits. Cause that's pretty creepy. <laughs> yeah. Men in rubber turtle suits. Wow. Doing, uh, doing concert. Music things, and it was yeah. were they I, covers of other people's songs? Not as far no, as was, I know. This is all, all original turtle theme. Yeah, I think I think yeah. there was a Power Rangers one as well. I think similar thing a couple years later, but yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming out of our shelter. I grew up in Iowa, so that's <laughs> okay. that's what came through was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, there was a I think there was a Sesame Street thing that came through as well, but uh, 
So what you're saying is Iowa has terrible taste in music. They just don't have enough big venues yeah. for stuff to come through. Yeah. I don't think it was played up as a music thing, more as a Chuck E. Cheese alternative. Yeah, sure. For children. Then the second one was New Kids on the Block. Which 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 New Kids on the Block tour was it? First one. Okay. First one. That got was, in on the ground floor. Got in got in when All it was right. good. Um, it was a good time. Nice. My first concert was Pink Floyd, Delicate Sound of Thunder Tour. All right. It was fabulous. Um, that was the first time I ever smelled marijuana. Um, <laughs> I was yeah. like 13. Or four, I think I was 14 years old. I went with a couple of friends from school, and I remember my mom dropped us off, and you know we went to uh, we saw it at uh, Mile High, and then I immediately followed that up like nine months later with the Rat out of the Cellar tour, which Rat is a mm-hmm. terrible hair band. Um, the only thing that one had going for is the first time I ever saw breasts in public. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> I mean, but otherwise, it was. Terrible. <laughs> How about you, Jacob? Uh, I'll bet the first one was, it was probably some sort of a country thing because I had a lot of family that uh, lived in like Colorado Springs and that was their whole thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Garth Brooks or something along those lines, you know, but uh, not that memorable, obviously. There you go. Garth Brooks, <laughs> so I would, I mean, that would be a tolerable concert at least. Yeah. He's at least got listen toable hits. I don't, re- I don't hits. remember he's hating got, it. He's got talent. He's not. Ma- it's not manufactured music. Right. You know. I, I like old country. I like Merle Haggard and Willie Nelson and. I, I saw like Willie Nelson in concert two years ago. There's a man who needs to stop touring. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, he's he's very good. It's very entertaining. But it was at Fiddler's Green, and he came out and played for 45 minutes and left. And I was like, I paid how much for this? Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's very talented. I mean, and you can tell he's just like, yeah, I'm going to come out. I'm going to play seven songs and and beat it. Yeah, yeah. I, he's he's kind of retired at this point, so yeah, we're still making his sense. paycheck, which yeah. is good for him. I yeah. mean, I don't blame him. If, if I could keep doing that and getting paid, I would keep doing that and getting paid. Absolutely right. So yeah. I will do what I can do forever if it'll pay me and I don't have to work that hard. Exactly. <laughs> speaking of new music, um, the, we National, were speaking of that, yeah. the National just came out with a, a new album. Holy fuck, is it good? I have not heard it. Yeah, it is okay. uh, real, real good. I think all of the songs on it are on their like top 10 most popular. So I would highly recommend checking out the National. I hadn't listened to them since Boxer and Alligator, but that was that was a long time ago. That was... 10 plus years ago. It's not that long in terms of uh, you can tour for years without making a new album if you have a hit. Absolutely. You know? That's true. So. I saw Vanilla Ice not too long ago. <laughs> Fiddler's Green. Right, you told me that. With the 90s. Really? Yeah, it was a 90s throwback concert. 90s throwback concert. There was wow. Toad Loke, um, Vanilla Ice, Salt and Peppa. I think it was just okay. It was a it was a good day to drink on a blanket. I don't like drinking in the sun. Like I, I mean, I, I can drink like on a patio for an hour or two, but I was just playing golf on Friday with a work thing, and it's you know drinking yeah. while golfing like out in the hot sun. I just can't do it. I can I'm like one or two drinks and that's it. I understand the whole sitting on a blanket getting schnockered listening to a concert just <laughs> doesn't work for me. I get sunstroke and then I pass. I get a headache and it's just miserable. Yeah, I I tend to find the shade because I am I am a delicate fucking flower. Yes, and you the are. Sun wrecks me. Just wrecks me. Um, I listened to Malibu Ken. Thank Good. you for that recommendation. Okay, that was fucking great. Throw back to episode one. I think of it was this episode podcast. one of the podcast, but <laughs> right. yeah. I mentioned that. But Malibu yeah, that's Ken. pretty good. I like anything Aesop Rock does pretty much. Absolutely, he, he branches out a lot. Yeah. 
What's funny is if Do you, you guys ever stop and wave at people as they walk past this little uh, box room? I usually sit here, so I'm always confused. I always like, <laughs> what? What's going on? Sorry to mean to stop But track. sometimes people stare because like, we have microphones. So like, what's going on in yeah, there? Yeah. You really want to throw them off? Just take your penis out. Just see what happens. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, that will. Get if we mad. weren't going to come back here, right? Maybe sure. if we wanted to, you know, I I imagine that. You know, being charged as a sexual sexual offender in this neighborhood is probably not a good thing. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's not a good thing anyway. Right, exactly. <laughs> so That's my point. Don't commit <laughs> yeah. sex crimes. Yeah. I guess is the yeah. No, the I agree. There. I'm just making a joke. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> let me clarify. Just good, li- just good life advice. Don't commit sex right. crimes. Um, the other music I've listened to is uh, Billie Eilish and K. Flay. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of Billie Eilish. I've heard of Billie Eilish. I've not heard of Katie Flay. Or Katie Flay. Nope. Katie Flay. Katie Flay. Okay. Yep. Her name is Katie Flanagan, I believe is her okay. name. Maybe that's why I got nice um, Irish name. And she, she shortened yeah. it to K Flay. And she's got a song called Blood in the Cut. And it is awesome. I'm going to make a note. Um, and then Billie Eilish, all of her stuff now on Spotify. I'm super late to the game. Uh, or, uh, to to her, she has half a billion uh, listens on Spotify for almost all of her songs. So wow. she is taking over where Post Malone was uh, two years ago, a year ago. I don't know how time works, but, uh, but that's not some Einstein that knows how time works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So yeah. that's my music stuff right now, but I'm always listening to new stuff. But Malibu Ken might not be for everybody. Yeah. Uh, they're, I so saw one, oh, Go ahead. Oh, no, no. Right, I'll, I'll go. One of my favorite groups from, I just listen to them all the time, is uh, Run the Jewels. Love I love them. Love Run the Jewels. Love them. They're great. Huge uh, fan. LP and, and Killer Mike, phenomenal. Run the Jewels is a fabulous, they, they do fabulous stuff. Um, I think one of the reasons I really like it is they definitely delve down the, go, go down the political rabbit hole and kind of the social justice rabbit hole, which I enjoy. Yeah. I, I like music with a purpose, so to speak. Um, but yeah, they were really good. I was a big fan. Yeah. I think they're still making stuff. Yeah. I still think they do remixes yeah. and new music and stuff all the time. Killer Mike had a show on Netflix. It was where very he, funny. Where, which was great if you haven't checked it out. I have I not for, seen it I yet. forget what Check it's it called. It's, uh, Each episode he does like a different, not really harebrained scheme, but uh-huh. he comes up with a plan for like how to change something socially for the positive. I'm just writing Killer Mike on Netflix. Yeah. My phone. In like one episode he tries to get the Crips and the Bloods to have a better reputation. I don't know. He's trying to like remove the stigma from the gangs, I guess. And so he <laughs> he tries to propose to them a legitimate business model that they can follow. And he actually like helps them develop a product and then market tests it and gets them to sell it. What's the product? Soda. It's called Trigger Warning with Killer Mike. Trigger, trigger Warning. Trigger yeah. Warning. <sighs> so he goes yeah. to the Crips first and he offers them like a soda deal and they decided that they wanted to be fair about it. So, so he goes to the bloods and offers them the same deal, I guess. So now they have competing soda companies and they put their little stands right next to each other. So they're now, they're now basically Pepsi and Coca-Cola versus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just one of the episodes. They they break up who gets which corner to sell their soda on or just right next to each other at a little. Yeah. They went to like a farmer's market and then set up right next to each other. What I really liked about the show is it turns out there's an overarching story that takes place through the whole season that yeah. that actually comes to a, a So I should watch them in order. Yes. Yeah. It, How many episodes is it? Probably 10? Like eight? 10, 12, 8, something. something yeah, it's, there. if it's not six. It yeah. might only be we six. need a new show to watch, so this yes. is great. I will. I absolutely recommend Trigger Warning with Killer Mike. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, yeah, put... 
Put it in your brain. It's it's I will. great. I will put it in my brain. I will watch it, and the next time you guys invite me back, if you invite me back, <laughs> I will talk about it. We'll see how this goes. We're gonna have to check. Right, that. right. I might sound like, I might sound like shit on tape, so it's all good. And I don't I don't play video games, so I'm sorry. You guys can talk video games, and I'll just go uh huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did for Game of Thrones talk. Yeah. So for a while there, Walking Dead was also super popular, and I never yeah. got into that either. I never did either. Everybody was talking about it, and too Lost, gory for me. I never got into Lost. I missed all the boats <laughs> for TV shows. What about uh, so. Seinfeld? Did you watch Seinfeld? I did watch Seinfeld. I didn't watch Seinfeld. But it was too late at that point. No one was uh, talking about yeah. it. I, d- I did not watch Seinfeld. I wouldn't call it enjoyable, really. But I would say it's actually really smart because almost every TV show that we have now copies that formula. Sure, and yeah. they, it's just the same show again. Pretty much. People yeah. love them. Yeah, love, it love is. them shows. That's that format. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There's that again. I, I, I prefer shows that there's progression from episode to episode. So yeah. like Game of Thrones. Um, the one that I thought was really good that was Seinfeld-ish but had progression was How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it didn't age well. Yes, it did not age but, well. Probably but not. I think it probably I became it. very sexist very quickly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Barney's character is just... Yeah, yeah. That, that show would have not flown uh, with the, the Me Too thing, it, uh, which it shouldn't have. It, right. it was... You know, yeah, but that's also the least funny part of the show. It, it so. also exactly. Did you have you ever gone back and watched shows from when you were a kid? Yeah, uh, he like He Man. Well, no, <laughs> no, I mean like so. There was now I'm a little bit older than you guys, but there was a show when I was a little kid called Greatest American Hero. Uh huh. Yeah. Believe it or not, I'm, I'm walking, walking on air. air. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Um, I tried to rewatch that show about a year and a half, two years ago. It did not age well. Yeah. It was the anti-superhero who's a bumbling fool. It was bad. But I, I want those, like, I tried to rewatch um, Knight Rider. Mm-hmm. Also, Knight Rider <laughs> uh-huh. is completely solved. Every problem that Knight Rider encounters that he has this billion-dollar car for is solved by the invention of the cell phone. Because every episode comes down to, we have a problem it's over there. I'm here. I need to tell them about it. <laughs> let's and get so, there, huh? so let's jump in the kit and drive really fast from here to there to tell them <laughs> to stop. Now you just be open up your open up your iPhone, yeah. send a text message, say, Wait. don't do that shit. Yeah. And then hit send and then go back to your coffee. Like how horror movies just nix the cell phones because it would ruin the whole plot oh, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Get out of the yeah. house. Okay. Like okay. Sure. <laughs> See ya. Just, just leave. Problem solved. <laughs> Group text. <laughs> Here's a photo. I took yeah. a selfie with him. Yeah. Here's me with Jason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a lot that does not hold up. Yeah. Uh, you know, Cosby show. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> different like, reasons. Totally but, different. Yeah. But like, uh, uh, you know, Family Matters. Um, God. <laughs> Which hell? one was Family Urkel. Matters? That was the one with Urkel. Oh, yeah. Um, I have not tried to rewatch any of those. I got to be honest. I tried watching Chips not too long ago. <laughs> that one does not. Okay. I, don't, I don't enjoy that. Chips? Yeah. I loved Chips as a kid. Yeah. It was, I mean, and then. Um, I thought a, I was gonna a very good friend too, of mine, so. Dr. Jason, who would uh-huh. be a great guest in this show as well. When I was in my early 20s, we, we both had uh, BMW motorcycles and we would ride around town like Ponch and John <laughs> on our bikes. And we would sing the Chips theme song sometimes while we were doing it. But we would ride, you know, side by side all over town. And that was always our big joke was the whole Chips thing. Yeah. It's a it's a funny thing to remember. Uh, but yeah, a lot of those. <laughs> Mork and Mindy was a. 
bonkers show. Yeah, well, I mean, Mork and Mindy was before they could admit that they were using cocaine on television. Right. It was just the effects of cocaine being filmed. Right. And there you go. Right. Well, plus it's Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. He doesn't well, need Robin cocaine. Williams was the effects of cocaine. Yeah. I he, mean, <laughs> personified. Yeah, yeah. That that is a man that did a lot of coke back yeah. in the day. But he could have carried the whole thing by himself. Sure. Yeah, they didn't. <laughs> Remember the what was it? Perfect Strangers with Cousin Larry. Yes, that is a racist show. <laughs> Turns out, uh-huh. probably yes. You, if you go back and watch it, you're like, racist. You're like wow, like they got away with that shit. Well, that, remember uh, um, different time and place, right there. Remember the show with uh, oh, who's the guy that does all the uh, Oscar movies now? Um, where he was drag queens. Um, oh, oh yeah. Uh, Cheapers. Yeah, we're all drawing blanks now. Um, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I just thought of Tootsie, Hugh and I was Laurie like, nope. It's a was thing. a drag queen in... Nope. Bill Hader did a did a drag queen movie, or a drag queen show with um, the guy from Portlandia. Is this going to connect somehow to the... Nope. Okay, this, okay. Is just a, this is no, just no, about drag queen. The guy who was in, in uh, Castaway... And yeah, Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. Tom Hanks, thank you. Yeah, and it was called... Um, Bosom Buddies. It was on Fox, <laughs> at, or 31 at the time. It wasn't a Fox station when I was a little kid. But we would... Like, I remember it was on every night at like 9 p.m. or whatnot, and I would lay in bed and watch it on the little tiny TV that I had in my bedroom until I went to sleep. So I watched, I think, every episode of that stupid show. But I loved it. That's funny. They sh- shouldn't make Bosom Buddies or Mrs. Doubtfire. Or Three's any, Company. Uh, three, yeah. Three's yep. Company is basically just a whole bunch of sex jokes for an, for half an hour <laughs> and gay jokes. I think there's still a market for that. It's just you can't be as widely known, I guess I would say. I, I think, honestly, I mean, I think it's a good thing. They've, they've kind of broken yeah. that mold. And, I mean, those shows, it's like um, All in the Family. You couldn't have a character on TV that was so blatantly racist anymore. Mm-hmm. But by having a blatantly racist character on TV, it helped people realize what's wrong with that. Even racists know that that character is a racist douchebag and that's not going to be on the TV. <laughs> They're more subtle about it now. Yeah, right. Unfortunately, in <laughs> yeah, some ways. More dog, wh- more dog whistles than um, characters. Yeah. So Yeah, now I, we just have the guy in the White House who does things like that. So, Do you remember DMC, the Devil May Cry game, where there was the Raptor Network? which was the Fox News uh-huh. analog, and the head of that network was one of the bosses. Uh-huh. Was it was Bill O'Reilly, it basically. Was basically Bill O'Reilly. And you had to murder him yeah, inside you, of a propaganda his, virtual reality. Exactly. He went into <laughs> his head, and then his head was a, a helicopter doing live news. And it, They were trying something with they, that game. They did a thing. They were they trying. They did a thing. This sounds kind of oh, awesome, sorry. actually. I mean, if I had the time to dedicate to video games, this sounds like something I would enjoy. It is a yeah. pretty short game. But yeah. eh. <laughs> that just made me think of that. You could also that. just watch a clip probably and get the point. Yeah. You, you can find a YouTube video of it and go, oh, that's what they did. And that's a lot less time invested. I probably spend too much time on video games. When you find yourself not enjoying a game, but still playing it. I do that with games on my phone. Yeah. I've been playing this stupid uh, Toy Blast, which I think you and mm-hmm. I talked about yeah. it once. I have cleared the game. So you clear the game and then they give you, if you clear the game, they give you bonus levels which are just repeats of old levels until for two weeks until they add more levels. Mm-hmm. And I end up spending all day like playing the game to get to the next levels. It's just stupid. And I hate every minute of it. 
<laughs> yeah. Same thing with that game. Yeah. I, also, he's he's much better at the game because I don't actually know how it really works. I just play and then I get frustrated and then I use it. Well, it's, my because, I, it's not that I'm better at it. It's that I have dedicated more hours of my life to it because I am on level. It's loading. Wait for it. <laughs> Awkward pause. 2,593. Holy shit. Yeah. You're like on what, 12? <laughs> well, I think I'm in the low, like low hundreds. 300s, yeah. something like that. Um, it's because you play too many other games. I, I download and install about five new games a day. Wow. And try them out. And say this sucks and then delete it? Yep. That's more or less. Um, but I keep looking for a shiny golden Di- diamond, uh, in the rough. diamond in the rough. Yeah. And I think I found one. It is called Zombie Night Terror. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a diamond, but okay. And it is it is a pixel art zombie game where you play as zombies. And it's a puzzle game like Lemmings. Tell me more, because I don't know what Lemmings is. Uh, so Lemmings is a game where you have a, like a swarm of little tiny guys, and you can tell them to do and be other things. So you hmm. go... It's mostly they walk to like a goal on the screen. They'll fall off a cliff unless you build a bridge. Gotcha. Stuff like that. They'll. So like Michael Lemming does. Gotcha. So this game, I am super hooked on it. I am not doing well. I'm only like six or seven levels into the game, but I've enjoyed every single. Usually, the first ten or twenty levels are just gimmies. Still tutorials. Yeah. (laughs) I I have only unlocked two skills. It's fifteen dollars and ninety nine or fourteen ninety nine. Oh. On the Switch, but it is three ninety nine on the App Store. So I, I only play free games. Then maybe this game is not for you. I mean, I only play free games because I, I also will download a game, try it, and go, ah, oh, this sucks, and then throw it away. And then if I spent four dollars for it, that seems ridiculous. Yeah. That's why I'm recommending it, is because most people will not play games that cost any money. So at a minimum, look at this game. If the art style tickles your fancy, if you someone recall, gives you an iTunes gift card or something, yeah, this is a good way to spend can... four of those dollars. <laughs> gotcha. So that's that's about where I'm at with games. Everything else has already come out, and okay. who gives a shit? Everything else has already come out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can be invented. Everything has been invented. Yeah. Shut down the internet. I've been now. saying that this whole time. Can't do anything new. Give up on whatever your dreams yeah. are. Your dreams Sorry. are stupid. Stop. Right. There you go. And on that inspirational note, thank you to our special guest, yes. Aaron. Thank, thank you for having thank me. You. This has been a lot of fun. I'm sure that you won't be able to use any of my audio. I did something <laughs> wrong. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, I imagine you'll never invite me back. But if you do, I will probably come back. It was a lot of fun. Well, yeah. Thank you very much for filling in. Uh, Brooks is on magical vacation magical vacation the tropical, tropical paradise location. he's on tour that's what he's <laughs> he's, yeah hopefully he's bringing our special brand of wisdom to a different country yeah just country. Deli- delivering that and just being delightful there awesome so this to- is the toodles yeah toodles. as i like to say to- adios toodles. toodles oh that's better What you just heard was everything bad. For more information and bonus episodes, go to theinternetisanightmare.com.